This show is brought to you by our sponsor, Bitheads. They are a staple in the tech community I come from and have done incredible work over the past 18 years with some of the largest brands in the world, including The Simpsons, Tapped Out, Box, Optimal Payments, The New York Times, among many, many, many others. All told, they've built over 500 solutions from enterprise to entertainment. I'm proud to have them as a part of Untether.tv. Please support us by supporting them. Go to bitheads.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Untethered.tv. I'm your host and founder, Rob Woodbridge. We are back with another episode of the Ask VC. These are the questions that have been burning a hole in your pocket, probably your wallet as well, about how to get in touch with VCs. What are they looking for? What's so important about a VC? And we've got a great one here today. His name is Will Young. He is not only the director of Zappos Labs in San Francisco, but he's also the general partner, a general partner at the Vegas Tech Fund. Will, thank you for doing this, my friend. Thanks for having me. All right. So tell me, what what is your area of expertise? What do you what do you do for the uh, actually forget that? What is the Vegas Tech Fund? Yeah, the Vegas Tech Fund is a fund started by the Zappos CEO Tony Shea to uh, really grow the La downtown Las Vegas tech community. So there's it's kind of a smaller thing under a bigger umbrella called Downtown Project, which is a bit of a um, a private urban renewal to make downtown Las Vegas a better place. And I think um, you know for I will give a Vancouver Canadian analogy is. Uh, for people who know Vancouver, Canada, and uh, East Hastings in Vancouver, you know, in, or even think about Gastown 15 years ago, right? You know, it's it's a great place now. So I think that's what Tony and Downtown Project is trying to do, a, a not great area of Vegas and just kind of bring it up a bit. And so the tech fund's kind of one pillar of that. And it's 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 there to attract new companies or is it to build new companies? What are you trying to do with A little that? bit of both. So I think we're like great. Um, so existing startups within Las Vegas, giving them a home and kind of a spotlight on them, uh, getting startups to move to Vegas. Uh, we have a lot of investments who don't move to Vegas either, but they help build our community in Vegas one way or the other. Either they come down regularly, do office hours, they'll do events in Vegas. And so that's kind of what we look for. Yeah, I mean, even Canadian companies, a good Ottawa company up here, Canvas Pop has a warehouse in, in Vegas, right? Uh, you know, they employ Absolutely. 65 people in, in Vegas. and Absolutely. And, uh, you know, worked with uh, Tony on, on uh, I think, on, on uh, figuring out that relationship very well. So, oh, great. Um, you know, so, uh, I mean, what do you invest in? What is your area of expertise? What do you, what do you like to see in companies? Yeah, so, um, you know, investing is relatively new to me as a fund. We'll kind of invest in anything, B2B, consumer. Uh, because of my Zappos background, I think the one area I have actual value to add is on the e-com, fashion, retail space. So I love looking at those kind of startups. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, and it could be people who manufacture their own things. It could be people who could be a third-party retailer like Zappos. Right? We just sell other people's stuff, but we have a good angle on why we're differentiated from Zappos or Amazon. And it, it, it's that kind of mix. I think what's exciting in downtown Vegas is as we build kind of this community of like fashion and e-commerce startups, we actually have like uh, design ability in downtown Vegas, man light manufacturing ability samples. So I think that there's this whole ecosystem there that we're adding to. And does it matter? You know, it's interesting because you are a like a, a location specific fund called the Vegas yep. Fund, right? But yep. um, but you're looking across the country. Yeah, for absolutely. So exactly. So I think if, especially in some of our fashion investments, we have a couple companies on New York, like, for example, Bowen Drake is a women's uh, e-commerce site that makes certain stuff. They're fantastic. We have a retailer out of Portland called Wild Fang. And like, I think what 
uh, Aubrey at Bone Drape and Emma at Wildfang do is they're in Vegas all the time. And, you know, they're just helping to grow our community. They bring other visitors to Vegas. Aubrey at Bone Drape, she puts on like a two-day fashion tech summit in Vegas for all of our portfolios. So that's kind of what we look for is people, if you're not going to live here, you tell us how you're going to help make our community better. So I think it's a, it's an interesting strings attached to our investment, which no a lot of other funds have. Yeah, so you, part of that has got to be that you show some love to Vegas. Absolutely. So we actually call it return on. So obviously, as a fund, we care about ROI, return on investment. Uh, but we actually have this thing, ROC, return on community. <laughs> and you could be the most amazing startup that every other investor wants to get into. But if you were just solely focused on building your startup, which a lot of investors will tell you is you should be your only focus, but you weren't interested in helping grow this Vegas community, like, we're, it's just we're just not in that's and cool. it doesn't mean you're not a good company or a good person it just means different goals that's but even if even if uh, so the fund makes money off of it then can then put poor money back into vegas that's not of interest you're looking for community involvement from the founders in these companies exactly exactly yep i i, mean, I think that that is that is very honorable i think that, that that is amazing and i think that you start to see that where you have allegiances to the city right and it happens at mit as a university yep. it happens where where people pour money build wings because of their allegiance right uh, so yep. I, I i i can appreciate that um cool but then how, how do how do how do companies get in touch with you? How, how do they find yeah. you? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of one of those things. Well, people can always reach out to me. It's just wyoungatzappos.com. But I think the best thing is there's always like a hierarchy of intros, right? And it's like everyone, if you think any new startup starts at kind of like the level playing field of let's call it a zero, right? If you get a warm introduction to, from another investor we know, you know, that's like a plus five. If you get a warm intro from someone we've invested in, like that's a plus 10. Mm -hmm. If you try and add me on Facebook, that's like a minus five. And I would say <laughs> adding me on LinkedIn is less weird, but probably like a minus one. A cold email is probably just kind of neutral, but literally like people like try and add you on Facebook. It's just so awkward. Hitting me, up on, hitting me up on Twitter makes sense. You know, I think, you know, I, I think Twitter is great for that. And, you know, I've, I've, I've had conversations with people over Twitter and got to know them a bit there. Um, but yeah, the Link, the random LinkedIn and Facebook, not a good way to do it. <laughs> I'm smiling because right before we started this, I hit you up on LinkedIn, but I'm not looking for money. <laughs> so, <laughs> we actually have a relationship here, so that's totally good. I'm not looking for money. All right, next I'm going to hit you up on Facebook. Perfect. It's just terrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, do you guys are you guys at the seed stage? Uh, I'm trying to quickly get past this conversation because it's, oh, no, so it's a little it's awkward, a right? Early stage, you know, typically we actually have three different types of funds, but typically between one in $500,000 investments really early on. Um, we actually have two separate programs, one thing called Progression Labs, which is more of a $20,000 investment. And we kind of see, let's see what you can do in like, uh, I think it's three to four months. Like kind it's of not, like an incubator exactly, style? Exactly, quite a formal accelerator where yeah. there's like 10 other people in your group, but we put a little bit of structure on that. We actually have this new thing called The Mill, which I think is absolutely fantastic, where we learned this from uh, actually, surprisingly, a fund out of um, Michigan. And we invest $5,000 a week into a person with an idea. Hmm. And, they, and, they don't, and the goal is they have now eight weeks to prove that people give a crap about their idea. They don't necessarily have to build a website. They could even have just done market research and said, okay, I've kind of proven that I'm worth uh, a follow-on investment. And what's nice for that is there's a lot of people like, who have day jobs that kind of can't quit their day job yet to do an entrepreneur. So this is a good opportunity for them. 
So I think it was we try and grow our opportunity. We're always looking for different ways to kind of engage different types of entrepreneurs at different levels. So that's what you guys do. You innovate around the investment side because it sounds yeah, like we, yeah. you can put a little bit of money into an, into a person or an idea. What comes first? Do you, are you sold by the team or are you sold by the idea? It could be both. Definitely. Um, you know, we'll, we, we're more willing to invest in just the people if we have a strong previous personal relationship with them. Like if we can intro and someone's like, hey, this person has this crazy idea, I can vouch for them, but we don't have that personal, it's hard to just invest on the person there. I think we probably have if, you know, we really trust that referral. And after getting to know him or her a bit, you know, it builds up. But I think for us, it's like, uh, you know, either some interesting early traction and some good plans for where you want to take that or um, yeah, just a good past working relationship. Uh, I think that's important. It's what I've heard often is that warmth, a warm relationship is so, so, so important in all of these ways, it's, not only as an introduction, but as a way for investment, all of those yeah. things uh, with, a, with a proven track record. And um, yeah, I don't think that there's this feeling that uh, venture capital is owed to you anymore. Like it may have been in yeah. the 90s, right? Uh, where, totally. Yeah, it was yeah. your right to get VC uh, investment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's, what's a good question that, uh, that somebody should be asking you when they sit down with you? Say they finally get your attention, yep. Twitter, otherwise, they've hit you up on Facebook, they poked you on Facebook, you yep. know, whatever. Um, and, and what's the question? What should they be asking you? Yeah, I think one thing people don't ask for enough is, okay, say Vegas Tech Fund comes in for X hundred thousand. They should ask, like, what else am I going to get out of you guys? Because I think a lot of people think like, oh, Vegas Tech Fund's investing. Tony Shea's going to be on my board, right? And I'm like, Tony's not even going to download your app. Like, he doesn't you know? even know about you. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's not. It's not a shot at Tony. It's not a shot at you. It's like he's got so much stuff going on. So he's I Tony think Shea. Exactly right. Yeah. Like you know, I think we're trying to do better at setting expectations with prospective portfolio companies of like what we do and do not offer. But I think sometimes people don't even ask, and they just assume they're going to get. Oh, you guys are going to be on my board. You're going to be, you know, one-on-one -on -one mentorship every week. Like, we have almost a hundred companies in our portfolio wow. with one full-time partner. Like, so I think we're trying to set that right expectation of like, you know, we're not super hands-on. We're an early-stage investor. You know, we'll help you when you need it. But you know, so I think that's one thing people need to ask more is and and then also like, what do you expect out of me, right? Like, other than you know, building a great company, is there other things you expect out of me? So those are some good questions that people ask because that investor startup relationship it, it's a relationship right you, you know set the expectations early and it'll just be a better relationship i, I think so it's, i mean a lot of companies don't a lot of entrepreneurs don't they're just so happy to get the money that they don't ask those questions absolutely what's the most important slide in a deck that you want to see or do um, you even want to see decks like no I, I like decks okay. i like short decks i like decks that kind of say you know uh decks that focus on and a lot of these are investor cliches, but I think decks that kind of focus on the problem they're solving versus we have great technology. Right. I think there are places for great technology and it can kind of, if you're talking to someone who understands that technology, they can say, wow, I could see this used a hundred different ways. But I think a lot of times you have to say like, this is a problem I'm solving. No one else is doing it right. Or this is our opportunity. Just pretty simple stuff. But I think get me excited about the problem, right? Because we invest in everything. Like we don't, for example, if we're getting pitched like, a certain hardware project you know we actually have we're growing our hardware expertise but i may not understand the applicability of drones day to day but like you explain to me why drones are important i'm like i could get behind that and excited <laughs> i love it so drones yeah. well what industries are you watching is there anything outside of the retail yeah. space that you're watching closely 
Yeah, so hardware actually is really interesting. We're about to Types launch... Types of hardware, like a wearable technology or... It's across the board, I think. Um, so we have a person on our team named Jen McCabe. She's absolutely fantastic. She runs our hardware investments, and she's actually opening up in downtown Las Vegas a small batch hardware manufacturer. Wicked, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about this. This is amazing. And so it's called Factorly. It's amazing, right? So, for example, hardware is hot on Kickstarter right now. So let's say you built a little wearable that you actually sold 300 units. Like that's way too small to go to China. Yes. China will eat you up. Yeah. And that you don't want to do that out of your garage. So what we're doing is hitting that sweet spot of like like making hardware easier because hardware is hard. And one of Jen's pitches is like hardware should not be hard. So really helping people walk through this is what it takes to build 500 units of what you built in your garage. And that's and a Zappos company. That's not an invested company, right? It's, it's actually, like so it's not Zappos. It's actually um, funded by a little bit of Vegas Tech Fund and um, a da under the downtown project umbrella. Okay, okay I got you. So hardware for you is, is something that you're watching very closely and, yeah, and, and, and that's of interest. And, and um, anything else aside from that? Are you, are you like a, do you, do you, do you think that uh, mobile is eating software? Do you, do you think mobile is the way that you're going to go forward? Definitely. I think people who have that healthy perspective on mobile that's evolved more than we just need a responsive website. Like I really <laughs> love people who are, are really have that understanding like Mobile isn't just making a website on a phone. Like it's, we're tapping how behavior is completely changing. And like even seeing, for example, and again, going back to the retail space, like mobile has made shopping like an entertainment thing. Like people are on, on the bus to work and mobile's made it. I'm just going to see what's on these new retail websites. So that's a change in behavior. So I think when we talk to entrepreneurs who really get the change in behavior that mobile's doing, not just I can build an app. That's the way it's going to go. Well, look, well, I, you've been so kind with your time, man. Yes, thank you. That's really, great. Where can, where can we send people for more information about uh, the tech fund? Yeah, VegasTechFund.com. I think you list some of our portfolio companies. AngelList has a lot of our companies either. We kind of got to do some housekeeping and keep those in sync. Hit us up on Twitter, Vegas Tech Fund, or uh, just reach out to there. We have a contact info on the email on the website too. But do not... Do not friend him on Facebook unless you're a friend unless of Unless we're friends, exactly. And don't send him any LinkedIn. I'm going to go and pull my LinkedIn invitation back right <laughs> no, now. <laughs> you're good for a uh... right. Well, thank you so much. We've been speaking with uh, Will Young, who is the director of Zappos Labs, as well as a general partner at Vegas Tech Fund. Go to Vegas Tech Fund. Will, thank you, man, for your time. Really appreciate my it. My pleasure. Thanks, Rob.